It is July 31st, last day of July, and this is Rich Poland. And this is Stacey Hammond. Don't say that. The last day of July means we're getting closer to September, October, November, and that means it's a lot of rain. Uh, but the good thing about it, Rich, is getting close to September, and you know what's going to happen in September. I know. You and I will be out of here. Two, two months from today, uh, we will be in Rome for the Ryder Cup. In fact, uh, Let's see. I think Sunday is, is October 1st. I think I'm coming back the 2nd, which means that that'll be Saturday. That'll be a day of uh, uh, two sets of, uh, uh, well, uh, four balls and foursomes on Saturday. It'll be the second of three days of the Ryder Cup. So uh, we got that to look forward for uh, look forward to. I have, a, I have a question for you, Rich. Yeah. What do you and I have in common with Justin Thomas? Uh, we're not going to be playing for the for the U.S. Ryder Cup team. Uh, I think we're both all going to be buying tickets to the Ryder Cup. <laughs> I don't, I don't, Justin might not have to buy tickets. I don't know if he's going to be there or not. I, I think he. I kind of think he will be there to root the guys on, but I, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that was an odd statement, wasn't it? I mean, did he really say that? Some Twitter, some guy making it up on Twitter, Instagram. I, I don't tell me about it. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, the Brooks Kepka one you posted, remember? He says the only way Justin oh, oh. Thomas is going to be there, he's going to have to buy a ticket. Oh, that's I mean, that's, that's PGA Tour. That's 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 a joke site. Yeah, that's a joke site. Okay, I was about to say, that, that would be funny, huh? But uh, I think you nailed it. Whoever uh, put it up there, they nailed it. <laughs> I don't think Brooks Kepka is capable of, of humor. I think Thinking he, anything like that? Funny? Yeah, I, I don't think he has that gene. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, have a funny thing, huh? anyway, this is your weekly Ticket to Rider podcast, uh, where we discuss all things golf, but uh, focusing on international competitions. We're brought to you by Stimmergen. Uh, we all know that stem cells are a good thing in terms of uh, repair of the body. What Stimmergen does is a natural supplement, which releases the stem cells that are in your own body. So rather than doing what uh, Jay Glazer did and paying thousands of dollars to go to Costa Rica to have somebody inject stem cells that probably aren't going to take anyway. They're probably going to die. Uh, Stemregen allows your own stem cells to come out of your bone marrow and get to places where where they're needed, where there's inflammation and, and tissue repair. So uh, and and by the way, Rich, the Stemregen, and by the way, Brian Greenleaf, I was I was traveling the other day and I happened upon I had to rent a car from Hertz, which I uh, never rent a car from Hertz. Uh, National is my place, right? National is my place I go. So I'm, I'm renting, and this, there's a military, a guy that, that just got out of the Marines. He has a couple of bad discs, and he was thinking, talk, telling me about his back, and he needed to see a surgeon and maybe have surgery. And I was like, hey, maybe I, I think I know a product that, and a person I can hook you up with. So I was able to exchange information. I got hit. I connected Brian, and uh, I forget the guy's name. I connected Brian and the sex Marine, and thank you for your service. And Brian Greenleaf, I hope you are able to talk to him. Brian was going to talk to him, so I hope they can help the fellow out. Well, that's so. awesome. There you go, Brian. Hey, I had a I had a great encounter today, Stace. Uh, I have this wonderful patient. His name is Roy. I, I can't give his whole name, but his name is Roy. Uh, somebody I've, I've operated on in the past, and I, I you know, going to operate on him again. A different thing, not the same thing. Different, different, different place. But anyway, uh, Roy is one of those guys. My patients all know that 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 you know a lot of them know about this podcast, and uh, you know I have my I have my wonderful other patient, Kevin. Uh, who gave me his uh, radio from the Brookline Ryder Cup uh, wow. as, as a souvenir. I have that on my desk. But anyway, Roy, Roy oh. knew about my golf interest and, and, uh, as well. And he's a USGA member who served as a marshal uh, before for uh, US Opens. And he was on their list. Well, as he got older, he couldn't do that anymore. And, but every year they would send him the, the hats the marshal's hats wow. from, from the U from the U S opens. And he said, you know, I have a couple that I wear, but I have, he said, I have these four that I never wear. I've never worn them. They've never been worn. Wow. And he was like, I'd like you to have them. So, 
uh, it's just such a such a wonderful thing. Not only the hats, and they come with the little USGA pins. Um, so he gave me a USGA hat from. Wow. Let's see if you can let's see cool. if you can guess the winners. Okay, so he gave me a hat from uh, from Harding Park in 2012. You were there. Uh, you were Harding there. Park in, I was there. Uh, 2012. No, 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 no. Uh, the the one in 2012 wasn't that uh, at the place across the street. What's the Olympic Club? That was Olympic, uh, oh yeah, that's what I mean. Olympic Club. Olympic, Olympic Club. Club. Olympic Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, the North Carolinian. Uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Webb Simpson. Webb Simpson. Yeah, San Francisco. Uh, yeah, Webb Simpson one. That was a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was Jim Furyk kind of collapsed. Jim Furyk was in the lead yep. and kind of collapsed down the stretch, and Webb was long finished. You know, yep. and uh, kind of backed into a, a, his first major. Uh, his only major, he won, he won the players as well. Okay. Right. Two, 2016 at Oakmont. Uh, it was a redemption win. Uh, Kepka? Nope. Uh, let's see. Dustin Johnson? Dustin Johnson. It was, Dustin I think, the Johnson. year after he lost, Bay. He, Yeah, Chambers Bay, right. So and he, then he lost the one. And how many years ago was that before he lost the uh, PGA at uh, Whistling Straits? That was that was. 2008 or nine. That was a long time ago. Wow. Um, and who, I think wow. Martin Keimer won that one. Uh, That's I think right. Martin Keimer won too that year, right? Didn't yeah. he win the U.S. Open that year? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a great year for Martin Keimer. Now uh, he disappeared. Then he disappeared. All right. Then I got a hat from Aaron Hills, which I think was 17. Aaron Hills. That's Brooks Kepka, Aaron Hills, right? Brooks Kepka. Now I've heard that course was not prepared for the U.S. Open. It was too easy. The wind wasn't there. The conditions weren't there. But I hear that, that, now that the course is more mature, that it's tougher than it was mm -hmm. for the U.S. Open because Kepka pretty he he basically dominated that course and then he uh, did, yeah. and then uh, and I think he beat in that in that U.S. Open I think he beat um, wasn't was that Matthew Wolf? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no one's really close, right? No Matthew Wolf made a little run. Yeah, yeah. and then 2018 at uh, Shinnecock. Shinnecock 2018. Kepka won that one as well. Yeah, no? that's that's. Kepka, yeah. Kepka number. That was the one where Kepka was way out in the lead, and then kind of had a shaky Sunday, I think, and uh, they almost came back on him. Oh, yeah, man, those are good hats. Wow, are uh, they all the same colors or different no, colors no, every no, year? They're all different colors. They're they're beautiful. They're all different. Wow. So, so uh, you got to wear one of those at least to the. Uh, we got to wear one of those, and we need to have him on the podcast. Rich, maybe next year when the uh, U.S. Open comes, we need to have him do help come on the podcast and talk to us about. Yep marshalling and what's going on oh, and bet, you know that would be that would, that would be, be that's a great idea uh that'd be great that's a great idea so thank you very much uh, uh roy that was a very kind thing to do and 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 much appreciated um that's really nice so uh an interesting an interesting week we'll go over the, the golf soon it is the uh it was the, kind of the first week of nfl training camp so you got the first like guys i think uh, uh one of the wide receivers patrick on the broncos uh tours achilles today so you uh, Joe Burrow went down with a torn with a with a with a calf injury. He's out for a little bit. So you're seeing the first, yeah. you know, uh, attrition from injuries. Uh, did you hear about? So so, uh, you know, you guys know I'm a, I'm a Washington football fan, and and this has been a great couple of weeks for us because you know the the Josh Harris group has taken over the team, and you know for years. They would, you know, let fans into training camp practices, but there was no buzz. There were, you know, a few people there, but it was no big deal. They had 10,000 people there on Saturday. Wow. On Everyone hates Daniel Snyder. Everybody hates. I, I, I knew it. I knew it. As soon as, you know, Snyder was out, the, the, the fan base was going to come back. You know who was at practice on Friday? Famous uh, DC athlete. Uh, famous DC athlete. Yeah. Uh, NBA, what NBA, 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 uh, Gilbert Arena. I uh, know current, <laughs> current player. Uh, just joking. Uh, uh, what's the guard's name? No, what's the, they traded him, right? No, 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 not, not playing for DC, but, but grew up in DC, DC native. Uh, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant was at practice. Kevin Durant. I, I would say like the celebrity fans of, of the team, Kevin Durant, Matthew McConaughey, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Uh, wow. So uh, we we do. Well, have I, I just sent you a text. I want you to check it out. I know your starting lineup. I I, I got forget. I was meant to send you this yesterday. I, I it was yesterday. I woke, I was doing something and I happened to turn on the ESPN and they're doing a special. 
and they were doing a special on your projected offensive uh, uh, for the Commanders for yeah. uh, for uh, 2023. Yeah, the it's off- going to be good. They, I don't know, the they offens- did a whole thing on them. The offensive I listened line, to it all. The offensive line is shaky. We'll see what Sam Howell does. The defense is going to be fantastic. So, uh, but really, well, they at- love Sam Howell. They, they love Sam Howell. So, and then you got the fifth. Are you going to pick up the fifth year option on uh, Chase Young? No, we didn't. We didn't do it. You didn't. Are, I mean, are you going? I mean, you didn't pick up the fifth year. Are you going to extend him? You think? I, I mean, you need that guy. I think it depends how he plays this year. I think it's. I think. I mean, he's a run stopper. That's what everyone complains about him not being a run stopper. No, I think the guy. I think he is a run stopper. He 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 played. He's a great defensive end when he's engaged. I think the problem with Chase was he wasn't two things. He wasn't playing within the system the last time. You know, he was fully healthy, and number two. He really hadn't developed a lot of pass rushing moves. He had just re- That's the relying, pass rush. I'm relying, sorry, yes. relying on his natural talent. But against the run, he was great. Well, uh, I'll tell you this, Rich. I saw the guy. I I, I told you I saw oh, yeah, him. I mean, he, I, he he looked at me like I was going to hold him up or something. Like I was like stick up man. But you know, I would have asked him for a picture. But he looked kind of mean and and he looked flabby. Rich. He does not look in shape. Oh well. I mean, even the, well, he looks more in shape than a girlfriend, but you know, he didn't look like he's in shape or anything. But it, it doesn't—it's uh, interesting, interesting, you know. It's a hair, and he's got more hair than muscle. So hopefully, he'll be okay this year. I'm not I, sure. I, I hope he'll be okay too. And if not, somebody will sign him to a one-year free agent deal. The big thing—the yeah. big thing in Washington was like their uh, uh, the morning DJ on their flagship station said like sexist misogynistic comments about you know a female tv reporter on the air the other day and got fired on the spot you know he was kind oh. of wa- you know dc howard stern was in dc before he went to washington and this is yeah, a guy who like, right. who's like his name is don geronimo i he love took, howard he took yeah. this guy took howard stern's place when da- when howard left and went to new york and he's Ooh. been a dc institution for years uh wow. until he got kind of don imist he said there were he said yeah, some really awful you know, things you really? just don't say on the air. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, yeah, that's right. That's where Robin and Howard started working in D- when he was in D.C. Yeah, that's, that's where they got together was D.C. He had yep. come. Howard had been, uh, you know, uh, uh, my my knowledge of Howard from private parts, but uh, he was in, I think, Detroit, but he was more of a traditional DJ in Detroit and got the yep. job in, in D.C. And that's where things kind of went wild. And that was I mean, I was I was like a teenager then. I kind of remember it. Yeah. But. He was, I mean, he really started off in the Northeast, I think, somewhere in Vermont or New Hampshire, one of these random places, you know. And yeah, then he moved to Detroit, getting the job there. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I listen to, I still listen to him. He's still, he's on series and he's still going at it. He's 77 years old. Is he that old? Shoot. That old. Yeah. Getting up there. Who's, who's older, do you good. think? Howard Stern or Jim Rome? Oh, well, oh, Jim Rome is a lot younger than Howard Stern, right? Yeah. I mean, Jim Rome, he started out when I was in college he was on the radio in 1989 90 he was in on the radio and but he didn't get big till the mid 90s right 95 97 he was big he would I, go to the car washes and all that stuff i i just remember my first jim rome memory i think he got he made his way onto espn was it was the uh jim everett interview Chrissy, yeah. yeah chris <laughs> call me chris one more time jim <laughs> everett beat the <laughs> beat the crap out of him it's like a jerry yeah, springer so, episode <laughs> So Jim Rome is 58 years old. Rich, he's right there with us. He's getting up there. Did you hear uh, Mariah, my office manager, came in today and said Pee Wee Herman died. Oh. It was a bad week. Sinead O'Connor died. Pee Wee Herman died. Randy Meisner, who was an original member of the Eagles, died this week. Yeah. Bad week. Yeah, Pee Wee Herman. But Pee Wee Herman's a little strange. He cut holes in the bottom of the... That was Pee Wee Herman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 69 years old, Howard Stern. 69. All right. So 11 years older, and uh, it'll be 70 soon, next January 12th. Well, uh, we're going to go over the, the tournaments, of course, and then I will go over the Ryder Cup standings. And then I, there, there were a lot of kind of Twitter comments over the last, over the last couple of days. Like Phil Mickelson said something very interesting. And uh, one of these live bot sites that I, that I like to clown said something along the lines of uh, that the live tour is the major leagues and the PGA tour is triple a. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, right? So I got to thinking it is the dog days of baseball season and, and you're, you know, a former minor league baseball player. I yep. thought, okay, if, uh, if the live tour is major league baseball, 
who do the players represent? What major league baseball or former major league baseball player would we equate to some of these live guys? And I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you your opinion on that. Uh, okay. that'll, be, that'll be our special topic today. And I'm, I'm springing this on you. So, uh, well, I, we'll yeah, see. you but, know, this. okay. How many tours have you had? What, how many tours in the world can you have 11 different winners win on tour? 11 different players have won on the PGA Tour this year. I mean, you tell me if that's not some good golf and competitive golf. I, and anyone can win at any time. I, I think it's great. I think it's great that, that the yep. quote-unquote superstars don't win every week. Sometimes they don't even mm-hmm. make the cut. Well, I got a song. And you have to earn your money. You, you have, have to earn your money. You or you have to lose the money if you're J.P. Post. You lose five hundred, two hundred ninety, sixty thousand dollars Well, I got one bad shot. I have a song for you, and I want you to tell me what what song this is and uh, why I picked it. Okay. Okay. Better not be any bad dog. Uh, Dame, Dame, Dame Dollar. It is not. It's not a Dame Dollar okay. song. Uh, hold on. Um, while I figured this out, thought I had it. Well, let's. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this loaded back up, Stacy. Sorry about that. Um, so, let's talk about. Let's talk about the 3M Open. In wow. in Blaine, Minnesota. So, not the world's hardest course, but it was a. It was. It has a lot of water on that course, doesn't it? So there is some challenge uh-huh. to it. So uh, I'm le- I'm leaving this to you. So I get this thing. I, I get my I get my cue started here. Sorry about that. Okay. Well, well, you know, I yes, the course is g- good. There's lots of water on the course. Like you said, it's not that difficult of a course. It co- holds down the stretch that are tough. 18 is kind of a tough. If you hit it in the wrong place, uh, I uh, JG both. But otherwise, I mean, I thought it was a good tournament. We got you know Lee Roberts, Alabama. All these, well, actually, he's on the Tennessee side. Ardmore, he's on the Tennessee side. So the street that runs right down that the splits these two towns, the state, Tennessee from Alabama, uh, that's where Lee Lee lives. So he, his caddy, I was listening this morning um, uh, to the Golf Channel, his caddy, they interviewed the caddy, and his caddy was up there, and he says, well, he says, well, I don't live in Ardmore. <laughs> and then he says, well, there's no Alabama Auburn. He goes, we are a lot smarter than those guys. So he made his category kind of funny. All right, here we go. Here we go. Okay. It's a football college song, Alabama. Is it Alabama song or no? Yeah. Yep. This is a great fight song. Now that is a college fight song. I would I would put that in the top five of college fight songs. With Notre Dame. What about the Harvard fight song? Is that any good? Fight fiercely, Harvard. Fight, fight, fight. Demonstrate to them our will. Although, okay. albeit they possess the might, nonetheless, we possess the will. Uh, we will fight for Harvard's glorious name. Won't it be peachy if we win the game? But let's not try uh-huh. to injure them. Fight, fight, fight. That's that's. And you're kind about it, not trying to injure them. We're not that's, trying that's to great. injure them. So as that the, Alabama song, they're trying to kill everyone. I mean, come on. Well. You know, Alabama has dominated Auburn lately, and that's the big rivalry, right? Alabama yep. and Auburn. Alabama and Auburn. So, But uh, in the golf world, Alabama's pretty much creamed Auburn. I mean, I can yeah. only think of – can you think of anybody from Auburn other than uh, Jason Duffner? I know Jason Duffner's Auburn. Yeah, I no, I can't think of anyone. I mean, I'd have to go back, to the, go back and look it up to see who the Auburn uh, golfers are. But Alabama. I mean, when I, as, yeah. Alabama's. I mean, if I'm concerned, the only golf schools are what? 
Uh, let me think. Wake Forest, Georgia Tech, Alabama's good. Uh, Cal is good. SC's good. UCLA's good. And and Stanford not so good anymore, right? But they traditionally Stanford's been good. Ohio State's had some good guys, but uh, you know, yeah, that's right. I don't think Oklahoma that, State. I forgot Oklahoma Augusta State. State. We don't want to. We don't want to forget about Patrick Reed. You. Houston, yeah, yeah, that's right. Houston's had a lot of great players, but but Alabama, you know, at first I was like, well, it's Justin Thomas and a lot of guys, but I looked it up, and there's actually one other Alabama golfer who's won a major and a TPC, uh, and was you know I'd say maybe not a superstar, but a pretty big star of the of the '70s and '80s, um, best known for being the first guy to jump in the lake after winning the players championship. Uh, I don't even know who that would be. Uh, Steve Pate, huh? Steve Pate, won a U.S. Steve, Open. Steve Pate is the all ring down, huh? Alabama. Steve Pate's Alabama. Uh, Alabama, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Steve Lowry, who had a long career on the PGA Tour wow. in Alabama. Of course, Justin Thomas, the most prominent. But this was... Yep. You know, it's it's interesting, Stacy. If you had said two guys from Alabama were going to win tournaments this year on the PGA Tour, you know, I think everybody would assume one of them was going to be Justin Thomas. But instead, yeah. it's Davis Riley and Lee and Lee Hodges. Yeah, the guys who stayed in school longer. Well, Lee Hodges, did you hear the story that that was told? Lee Hodges. Yeah, he went to he went to where to go? Alabama, UA, UAB, some small little school, UAB. You know, he went to UAB yeah. for two years, and he was like friends with the coach's son. And they played together, but there was another player that the coach was recruiting. I guess it, what the coach said on the broadcast was they're only allowed to have four and a half scholarships. Uh, yeah. So there's not a lot of scholarship golf. So he didn't take How Lee many Hodges. guys travel? Like six guys travel? How many guys they take to a tournament? And they only have four and a half tournaments. I, I don't know. They had a lot of non-scholarship guys traveling sometimes, I would assume, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, he didn't take Lee Hodges. But then when Lee Hodges, you know, after two years at UAB, he kind of blossomed. And then, you know, his wife said, don't be stupid, take the kid. And he was a, he was a star at Alabama, played a couple years on the Corn Ferry. Do you know, do you know where he won his only Corn Ferry tournament? Uh, let me guess, uh, Pumpkin Ridge. Pumpkin Ridge, Portland, your old club. Yeah, Ridge Hollow. Yeah, it's a beautiful place out there. Wow. Uh, so Lee Hodges won, I think, the 2020 uh uh, what did they call it? Was it the was it the Winco? Is that what they called it? Yeah, the Winco Open. Yeah, that's what they call it. Winco, the Winco yeah. Open. At, at the okay, Win, at the me, Winco Open. Do you get paid in cash? Do they not take uh, groceries? Yeah, you get paid yeah. in cheap. You groceries. get paid in yeah. Our friend Mitch Weinstein loves going there. He he used to love going to Winco. I asked him why. He goes, "It's like the United Nations, and I can get everything I need." And it's so much. It's so different. That's what he said. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. So you know, Rich yeah. Auburn golfers. All of the golfers before we move on. Yeah. Yes, Jason Duffner is one famous one. Uh, Patton Kazire. Ooh, Patton Kazire. Blaine Barber. Uh, Roland Thatcher went there. Wow. John Houston went to uh, oh, all. John, John Houston's probably the second best. I mean, John Houston had a long career on the PGA Tour. Dominic Bozzelli, Bozzelli went there. Uh, Lee Williams and Michael or Hubert. I, that's the William William McCurdy. You know him? Is he any good? I don't know him. William McGurdy? Andrew Medley. Yeah, no. Uh, it says William McGurdy. Don't know him. Yeah, I don't know him either. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, that was it. The most interesting thing to me in this tournament was the the basically the three guys who came to this tournament who probably well Tony Finau would have played there because he was the defending champion, but Justin Thomas would normally not have played in the in the three M. Uh, and Cameron Young, I don't know if Cameron Young would have normally played this tournament, but they all went looking for Ryder Cup points. And I tell you what, I watched a bit of the tournament on Thursday and Friday uh, in clinic. And Justin Thomas, it was funny, Stacy. he would hit great shots. You know, I, I think on Friday he needed to have a birdie run to make the cut to make the cut. And he had three birdies in a row and missed wow. the cut by by, I think, a shot. But he would make three birdies, make some amazing shots, and then he'd hit some of the most, you know, awful, uh, you know, what are you doing shots and get double bogeys. It was like it was like amazing. three steps forward, two steps back, and on a course where you had to shoot, I think the cut was at four under par, and I think he finished at two or three. It just didn't cut it. 
it was almost brain farts. Uh, you know, he hit great shots, but he just had some awful holes. And, you know, Justin Thomas, who needed to make this cut, not, you know, probably more for the playoffs than for the Ryder Cup, you know, didn't yeah. make the cut. So he only has, he's now, I think, in 78th position where only 70 make the playoffs. Cameron, you Well, know, but he's got, so, he, so how much, what did he have to finish this week to make the playoffs? Well, he has to I make think, the cut, obviously. I think he has to probably finish top 10 at the window oh, to make wow. the playoffs. He probably won't even make it. Uh, he's not playing well. Cameron Young didn't didn't make the cut. And then and then our man Tony Finau. Both of us love us some Tony Finau. He's one of our favorite players. Tony Finau came yeah. into Sunday. I think he was third. I think he was I think he was either tied or solo third in this tournament. And if he just had a decent day, I mean it, there were scoring conditions on Sunday. If he had just had a decent day and finished, you know, solo second or tied third, he's going to move way up the Ryder Cup charts. And instead, he was not good. I mean, you know, he, he was wasn't not bad. Good, he wasn't bad. But he wasn't good. But he wasn't good. He shot one under par, got lapped by a lot of guys, and wound up tied seventh. You know, and he made some money, and that helps for Ryder Cup standings. But, you know, he could have... Here's the difference. You know, Ryder Cup standings are linked to dollars one on the PGA Tour. And, you know, he won $245,000 if he had finished, say, in a tie at 17 under, which would just been shooting 68 on the day. Everybody shot 68. Everybody yeah, shot. He would have made $590,000. $590, and that's an extra, you know, 350000 Yeah, $350,000. Ryder Cup points. And, and that's you know, may have been the difference between, you know, moving up a bunch of spots. Now, Tony Finau yeah. has, you know, I don't know if he's playing Wyndham next week, but he has the advantage over Justin Thomas is that he's going to have the playoffs and the playoffs are elevated events, three events. And Tony Finau's in the top 10 in, in, in the FedEx cup standings. He's going to make the tour champion. I mean, there's no way if you're going into the tour championship in the top, the playoffs in the top 10, can you fall? You'll make the top 30 easily. Right. Cause I think there's a lot of money to be made in these, in these last three tournaments. Yeah. And it's it's very I... it's very interesting, Stacy. So uh, here's here's a question for you. All right. So Brooks Kepka is currently in fourth place in the Ryder Cup standings. He's been in fourth place since the Open Championship because Brian Harmon jumped ahead of him. It is highly likely, given that Brooks Kepka can't earn any more points, and everybody behind him is playing these three playoff events, which will have a lot of money, that he could fall to seventh. Really, only three guys have to have to pass him, right? Xander Shoffley, yeah. Patrick Cantlay, and, and they're going to pass him. And there's a good chance, given the money out there in the playoffs, that yeah. some guys are going to pass him. What happens if Brooks Kepka finishes seventh? I, I mean, Zach Johnson's going to uh, uh, put the out. I mean, he's going to he's going to take it. He's going to like he's going to take it. Uh, I would if he finished seventh, I would not take it. I mean, I just—he's not—he's not, he's not going to be ready. He's not playing a bunch of tournaments. I mean, there's no—the competition's not that good. I say you leave him off. Controversial, but you leave him off. And it's controversial if he makes the team. So I just say leave him off and take I, somebody else. Yeah. If he doesn't make, but it you up, don't take Justin Thomas. You don't make up taking Justin Thomas. No, I think there's plenty of other guys who deserve it, but uh, mm -hmm. I think I think in that scenario, you know, Tony Finau's making the team. Uh, if Brooks Kepka's yeah. off, I think Tony Finau's making the team. Kind of same yeah. same game, but better guy. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I think I'd take Tony Finau. I mean, he's got a good. If Tony Finau didn't have a lot of experience, you know, and he's one of those guys iffy, you know, putting kind of iffy sometimes. I I would consider Kepka, but the Tony Finau is playing the competition and multiple times now. He's a winner. You know, he just needs to hit the putt to the hole, not try to die everything in. But I think he's going to be. I think he. I would take him right away. Well, that's good. We'll, we'll go over the standings in a little bit, but that's going to be interesting. Let's just go over the rest of the tournament. You know, as I said, not not really a lot of the top guys were playing in in uh, uh, in Minneapolis. Uh, Lee Hodges wins his first tournament. He wins by seven shots, but only because JT Poston had an eight on the last hole. Uh, JT Poston, uh, he said he was trying to win. His tee shot almost went in the water, right? Uh, on a par five, 18 is a par five. And then that second shot, he hit it hit the rocks in front of the green, and I don't know that that ball ever did come down. It went way up in the air. It went, yeah, it hit the hit it hit the three M thing. It landed on the three M thing, and then it rolled off and right into the water. That's yeah. what they said. Yeah, 
Uh, Isn't that amazing? He winds up tied second with Kevin Streelman, Martin Laird, and Martin Laird. Uh, How many points do you get when he's gotten a solo second? I was trying to look it up, but I don't see it. Uh, a lot more than 208. Then uh, yeah. Dylan Wu and Keith Mitchell finished tied fifth. Tied seventh are Aaron Badley, uh, Tony Finau, and Sam Ryder. And 10th, Cam Davis, Sam Stevens, Emiliano Grillo. Uh, another guy who had a chance to, you know, to help his cause for the playoffs and didn't play very well on the weekend is Billy Horschel. I wonder, I wonder, yeah. I wonder if Billy Horschel going from the President's Cup to not even being like in the top hundred for the Ryder Cup without an injury. I wonder if that's the first time someone's ever gone from the President's Cup to not even in the top hundred for the Ryder Cup without an injury. Probably uh, not. Uh, some other guys who played well, on the other hand, uh, well, Billy Horschel played well. He's tied 13th. Alex Noren also tied 13th, and that's going to make a difference. Aaron Rye tied 20th. Uh, aforementioned Jason Duffner tied 20th. Uh, and amongst other guys with Ryder Cup aspirations or, or President's Cup aspirations, Hideki Matsuyama had a rough Saturday, 73 on Saturday. He finishes tied 30th with Mackenzie Hughes. Um, Stuart Sink tied 37th. Matt Kuchar tied 43rd. Uh, Brant Sn it's good to see Brant Snedeker out there. Yeah. I didn't realize he had a big, in he had a big surgery. He had a That's sternal, why he was he out. Medical. Sternal yeah. surgery. Very strange. Yeah. Wow, very strange. Um, he shot 64 on Thursday, but kind of faded. I think he's still getting his legs under him. And yeah. uh, uh, Ludwig Aberg, uh, not a great week for the for the rookie from Texas Tech. The Swede tied 64th. But the big news, wow. you know, the guys who missed the cut, especially uh, Justin Thomas and Cameron Young. I see uh, other guys who missed the cut. Christian Bezidenhoit, uh, who was on the President's Cup team last year. Let's see anybody else of of interest who missed the cut. Gary Woodland, and that's that's kind of the extent of it. So Rich, uh, he got two hundred for Denison tied for second. He got two hundred eight FedEx points. I don't know what you would have gotten if you would have if you would have been a solo. I think second. it's three fifty okay. actually. I think it's like th or okay. maybe about three hundred to three fifty for solo second. Yeah, yeah he messed that out. That's but he's up. JT Post has won this year, right? He was it last year? Yeah, but he's he uh, he's nowhere on the the Ryder Cup list. I think he won last year. Oh, okay. He's one of these guys. But he'll he be okay for the top thirty. Oh, uh, yeah, he should top be okay 70? for the top seventy. Yeah, JT Poston's a solid golfer. Let's see where he is right now. So anyway, while while Stacy looks that up, there were it's a strange week because there were two majors this week. There was the senior oh senior Open Championship which was played in Port Call in Wales. Uh, and then there was the Evian Championship in France. And it seems like there's a theme this year of uh, golfers winning their own championships. Uh, so uh, Celine, yeah, I love Celine, it. just like uh, Nick Taylor won the, the uh, uh, Canadian Open, and well, Robert McIntyre almost won the Scottish Open. Celine Boutier wins... Uh, essentially, the French Women's Open or the Avion Championship in dominating fashion. I mean, no, no one. He's a dookie. A dookie. Uh, no one. No one was close to her. Uh, so I she, know she was dominant. She I was, watched most of it, and she was dominant. Yeah. And it's a tough course too. Hilly, tricky little downside hill sloping shots. Yeah, she was great. She really was amazing. Do you think that would have been a better course for the Ryder Cup in France than than uh, Le Golf National? Mm, I don't think so. I, I think it's too tight. I don't think you can get a lot of people around the holes. And yeah, there's certain holes you can't even get people to. I think I think that was a better course. It's a bigger ballpark than I think. It's Golf National was a great viewing course. I absolutely. It was a great viewing course. Yeah. Great viewing course. Um, so Rich JT Poston just interrupt real fast. He was 49th. He had his 827 points. So I mean, literally by not getting that he. I mean, literally, by not getting those extra hundred some points, I mean, he could have moved up so far. He could have moved up almost in the top thirty. He was. He was. If he had gotten that extra point, he made it to the Tour Championship last year. JT yeah, Post. I mean, he really wasted a lot of points away because he would have got. You know, you said it was a like three fifty or something that he would get for that. Yeah. I mean, three fifty, he would have been a hundred and some odd points, hundred and forty two points ahead. He would have 
move way up above the guys. He would have been over a thousand points and was probably moving him into like the top thirty-five. Well, he helped out his buddy Kevin Streelman and Martin Laird. Yeah, Maybe just wanted to give Kevin Streelman some more points. Get Kevin Streelman in the yeah. playoffs. Um, what else from the What else from from the women's tournament? You know, it was just a great. I mean, none of the girls were. Really, Brooke Henderson was not good on Sunday. Um, who else was not Ro- good? Rose, uh, Rose our, Yang did not have a great tournament. Rose Yang finished five under, not so bad. He, but, but it, it, Nellie Quarter was not very good on Sunday as well. Uh, those girls were not good. So, I mean, I tell Boutier, she she just whipped them all. I mean, she was the best by far. You know, look, Brooke Henderson finished at uh, eight under, six strokes behind. Uh, Gabby Lopez, the Mexican kid, finished at seven strokes behind. Yuka Sasso was not good on Sunday. She was uh, she was really not good. Hata Oka was not good on Sunday. She shot one over, but man, she hit some really bad shots out there. Uh, who else? Uh, the typical girl, she was not very good. She was she shot six under, but she was not good on Saturday. So she finished the tournament five under. Rose Zang was three under for round four. She finished at five under. And like I said, Nelly Quarter was plus one for the final round, and she was five under tied for ninth. The Solheim Cup uh, selections have got to come soon because the Solheim Cup plays before the Ryder Cup. Yeah, coming up, coming up. Because this year, this week they're having the uh, what tournaments this week? The Women's British Open is this week, right? Do they do yeah. two majors in a row? That's kind of silly. I think so. The AJ, maybe it's this week in the AJ, AIG Championship. I think it's this I thought, weekend. I thought yeah. the Women's Scottish Open came before the Women's Open Championship. Oh, really? I, I but I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, AIG championship. I thought it was this week, but that was it for no. I mean, it was just. I just love watching uh, this Celine, this girl play. She was amazing, Celine Boudia. She just, she was really, really good. Just steady. I mean, I'm sure she was nervous as all get up, but she was just so good, Rich out there. I mean, she really dusted those those other girls out there. So, well, that was about it. I, you know, the uh... August 9th through the 13th. Gotcha. Is that next weekend or is so that's next, next weekend? weekend. Right? That's next weekend. Okay. So not this weekend. So so the senior open championship was played in Wales and the conditions were brutal and the scoring oh, was brutal. This is what carnage. majors are supposed to be like, right? The the score that just kept carnage. getting higher and higher. And do you, I, I've probably told it to you on this podcast before, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell in, in honor of Alex Cheka, who won yeah. uh, the senior Good open dude. championship. So years ago, I used to hang out when I was first divorced. I lived down on the waterfront here in Portland, and I had a good friend who was in the medical insurance injury by the name of Jeff Krebs. Really nice guy, good looking, my you know, kind of you know, thirty four year old. Passed away. Passed away. So he passed away. Yeah. So Jeff, Cancer, right? Jeff was originally from Phoenix. He worked. Uh, I think he worked at one point for Kaiser and another point for Providence on the on the health plan side, on the insurance side, and we used to you know. I used to see him for happy hours. A lot of us guys in those days would go into McCormick and Schmicks for happy hour and have a beer and have a little, have a little dinner. And, and, uh, you know, we had a little, almost a Didn't little have so- a cheerleader come over later, uh, a little <laughs> social club. It was a little social club. Anyway, uh, Jeff was a big golf fan. He was from Phoenix and he would go down to the Phoenix open every year. And at, at some year he met and befriended, Alex Cheka, and he just kept talking about what a genuine nice guy he was. That Alex would go out to dinner with him, you know. That that he, you know, they became really good friends. And uh, uh, Jeff, unfortunately, at a very young age, developed a head and neck cancer, and 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 passed away. Uh, but I always remembered, you know, his connection with Alex Cheka, and and where- really liked him, huh? Really, yeah, they really developed a true a true friendship, not just a superficial thing. Why, why did Alex Chaco, you know, what good is, is Jeff Kreps, an insurance guy from Portland to him? But just he's just a genuinely nice guy. And I remember the one thing I was he, really happy to see him. I think the one the one thing I remember him saying to me was uh it might have been like 2012, because I know Jeff passed away soon thereafter, that uh that was for the Ryder Cup at Medina, that that Alex Chaco was doing everything he could. He was always known as a great ball striker, but a poor putter. And he was working yep. and working and working to try to get enough points to be in that Ryder Cup. And he didn't make it, never wow. made a Ryder Cup. But good for him. His senior career has been really quite good. I think this is his second major win. 
his, his third, he's one, he's a Brooks Kepka of the uh, Champions Tour. He's had three wins and they've all been majors. All been majors. Wow. All been majors. Yeah. He, he lost the streak. He lost a stricker in one recent, uh, like a year, couple years ago. He lost. So if he would have won, he would have had four already. Yeah, but he's won three. He's won three. Now, did, did they? I, I didn't see enough of the of the telecast. Did they ever mention why Steve Stricker wasn't playing? Steve Stricker's already won three out of the out of four majors coming in, but he didn't play at all. Jerry <laughs> Kelly came over and played, but a lot of the Americans didn't play. I mean, the the, the, yeah. the number of Americans. Jim Furyk wasn't in this tournament. Uh, I did Tom Lehman was actually playing in Minnesota. Uh, that, that makes sense. But Fred couples BJ wasn't over played, there. Right? BJ yeah. played, but, but, uh, maybe it's, maybe it's their, uh, health or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, but I, I thought it was strange that Steve Stricker had a chance to win four majors in a year and just, you know, didn't play. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I'm surprised he didn't play as well. Yeah. You, I mean, you, some did, of these guys I've never heard of. Did you see what, what Colin Montgomery shot? I think it was on Sunday. 88. 88. He got 88. Colin Montgomery well, shot they, 88. It was, I mean, Rich, the average, they said the guys weren't even hitting a seven iron like 150 yards. It was so windy. I mean, there were some high scores. The average score on Sunday, I think, was like 79 or 80 or something. It was, the field was that bad. It was that, the conditions were that, that bad. You know, I like Padre Harrison, but, man, he's a weird dude. Now, why, why, why do you say that? I mean, he's really an intense guy, but uh, the the he swings so freaking hard. It's just strange. Just his mannerisms are really odd, and you know, he, he every time he misses a putt, he's shaking his head. Oh, like I should have made it. Like chill out. Should have won the Ryder Cup. Oh, played better. Your boy should have played better in the Ryder Cup. But he's an odd. He's an odd guy. Nice guy, but a little odd. Another another guy didn't make it over. You know, I really think the the three uh, dominant players on the senior tour right now are Stuart Sink. Uh, and Steve Stricker and Patty Harrington and uh, uh, Stuart Sink played in Minneapolis as well. He so, played in Minneapolis. I don't think the guys, they thought maybe they looked at the forecast and knew the weather was going to be crap. They're like, we're not dealing with this. Maybe. I mean, it was hard out there. I mean, I've never seen guys, BJ couldn't even, I mean, every ball BJ hit was right. It was so bad. Yeah, it was terrible. And he still finished top of third, I think, BJ. Well, no, solo third. This weekend, this weekend, the PGA Tour is at Sedgefield Country Club. Uh, in Greensboro, it's Greensboro for the yeah, Greensboro, for, for the Wyndham Championships, and uh, uh, the Live Tournament is playing. I think they're at in the Greenbrier this week. I think the Live Tournament. The oh, Live tournament I saw Trump out there. You see Trump? He hit a, uh, a nine iron, one hundred thirty nine yards. Guess what he said after that? What did he say? I, I, I bet Biden couldn't do it. I bet Biden. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> um. And, and I think he was playing with Dustin Johnson too on the video. It looks like Dustin was right there. I'm sure. I wonder what he said about Dustin's wife. What he was going to do to Dustin's wife? Yeah. Um, Probably something we can't repeat on something, this. Podcast. Something we can't repeat. And uh, let's see. I, I think the DP tour is off still. I thought their next tournament isn't for a little bit. They're are it's they're are, they're playing Ireland. I think. Are they in Ireland this, this weekend? Week? Are mm-hmm. they the Irish the Irish Open? There is some tournament. I don't know if it's the Irish Open. Let's see. DP. I don't know. If... Yeah. Well, while you're, while you're looking that up, the Ryder, yeah, Cup, up. the Ryder Cup standings didn't really change a whole lot this week. Really, uh, you know, on the U.S. side, the top six are the same. Scheffler, Clark, Harmon, Kepka, Xander, and Cantlay. The next six are the same. Homa, Cameron Young, uh, Jordan Spieth, Keegan Bradley, Colin Morikawa, and Ricky Fowler. The next six are the same. Sam Burns, Justin Thomas, Denny McCarthy, Kurt Kitayama, Will Zalatoris, and Harris English, Tony Finau, Chris Kirk, Sagith Tagala, Adam Shank. The, the first guy who moved up a spot is uh, Tom Hoagie, who moved up one spot. And Lee Hodges moved up 25 spots by winning, but he's still you know, well out of contention. Now, here's the interesting thing on the European side. There's only one change, but it's a significant one. Uh, the top three... On European points, Rory, John Rahm, and Robert McIntyre are still the same. The top three on world points, Victor Hovland, Ty Hatton, and Tommy Fleetwood are still the same. The first five uh, who are next on world points are still the same. Matthew Fitzpatrick, Sepp Straka, Shane Lowry, Justin Rose, and Adrian Moronk. What's interesting is that Alex Noren is now 12th. He's leapfrogged Seamus wow. Power, who goes back to 13th. Uh, Victor Perez, 14th. Thomas Dietrich, 15th. Aaron Rye, 16th. He moves up. 
uh, Rasmus Hoygaard, 17th. Uh, and then Adrian Adegoy, Yannick Paul, Jordan Smith, Antoine Rosner, Nicholas Hoygaard, uh, Alexander Bjork, Danny Willett. And, I, and I, I'm tracking Lucas Aberg just in case, and he's at 75th right now. Okay. So the biggest difference is, is Alex Noren is now in 12th. And that is significant, don't you think? You know, if you're the captain, it's yeah. a lot easier to say to someone who's 13th, hey, you didn't make it on points. You had a great year. I considered you. I wanted to take you, but, you know, I'm going to leave you off the team. It's a lot harder to take someone who's in 12th position and say, yeah, you were in the top 12 on points, but I'm not going to take you. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, we when we did our, our, our projected rosters last week, for the European team, we all had the first 11. We both had the first 11. And the 12th, I had Alex Noren, and you had Rasmus Hoygaard. And I think it helps the cause of Alex Noren if he finishes in the top 12. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, that's the only... If he finishes the top 12, he's going to be selected, right? I mean, well, yeah, if he finishes 13, might be a tough one. So that's the only that's the only change. Uh, the DP tour now they get back to work and 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 some of those guys yeah. the the Victor Perez and and uh, uh, Rasmus Hoygaard all have Robert Robert McIntyre you know all now have a chance to kind of solidify their positions. Yep. So Rich, uh, August seventeenth through the twentieth, the ISPS. Panda World Invitation presented by AVIV Clinic is going to be in Northern Ireland next week. See, that's and then they go to but, but that's Prague. That means they're taking yeah. several weeks off, right, after yeah. the Open Championship. Yep. That's what I thought, that they're not playing for another couple of weeks. They're like in a yep, break. Yes, they're not playing. Yep. yep. So they say 17th through the 20th, they're in uh, Northern Ireland. Then they go to Prague. Then they go to um, uh, Switzerland. And then they go back to the Horizon Irish Open. And then the BMW Championship, 17th through the 14th through the 17th, right before the Ryder Cup. All right. Interesting. All right. Yeah. So a couple of interesting things on Twitter this week, the first of which was Phil Mickelson put out a tweet where he said uh, basically that nobody on Live wants to come back to the PGA Tour, that the whole merger thing is a waste of time, that the Live players don't want anything to do with the PGA Tour. Did you see? Did you see that tweet from Phil? I did not see it, but he's incorrect. I, you know, I, well, I don't know. I mean, I can't answer for for the players on the tour, but that was. Let me see if I can if I can get his his tweet. But that's. I mean, he's speaking out of turn. He's speaking for himself, not for captains of the world, right? Well, we don't know. I mean, those guys. You have to assume those guys talk. Like, I don't think Dustin Johnson has any desire to go back to the PGA Tour. Yeah, that's true. But but I look at some of these younger guys, Matthew Fitzpatrick, uh, the the Australian Cameron Cameron Smith, Joaquin Neiman. A lot of those guys are young in their careers. They, they I think they want to go back to the best tour in the world. So I know he's speaking out of turn for some of these players. I'm sure. And why wouldn't they want to go back now? They made so much money. Go back now and just go play some fun and try to win some majors. Well, because they're majors, they're going to run out, right? I mean, eventually. They're not. None of the guys are going to be in majors, right? Eventually, eventually they'll run out. I mean, Brooks Kepka is the only one that's going to be in all the majors. Here's here's his here's his quote: "What a colossal waste of time! Not a single player on Live wants to play the PGA Tour. It would require a public apology and restitution to Live players for paying millions to uh, to clout media to disparage all of us. A better topic is future sanctions for the many players who now come to Live." Oh. Uh, yeah, none of these players are going to go to live. I mean, the only way they, but that makes no sense because the Saudis are putting money in every sport known to man around here in this country. I mean, now they're worried about basketball. Did you see that, Rich? No, I didn't see that. I know, they're I worried know, about I, the infiltration of Saudi money in basketball now. Yeah. I know, I know that, that the Saudis offered, uh, um, the French, uh, footballer, uh, Mbappe, $776 million for one year to play wow. in Saudi Arabia. I don't Is think he that good. Oh, he's good. Yeah, he's probably the best best young player in the world right now. Well, what's but, he doing? He should take that money. He's never going to make that much money. I I, I don't know. He doesn't. Maybe for maybe one year. Maybe he doesn't want to play. I mean, Lionel Messi, you know, rejected the Saudi money money to go play in Miami. So, 
Yeah. Who knows? All right. But, but, uh, uh, between that and I think Greg Norman came out and said that he's getting a lot more calls for players who want to join live, but you know, unless they, unless they expand their field, there's, you know, there's a limited number of people who can, who can suit up for live, who can go out and tee up, tee off for live in a given week. And they have their way of relegating players and bringing players up. It's not like they can, you know, they've promised these guys, Hey, you're going to have a spot. If you, if you do this, it's not, you know, I don't know. Can they just, it's like they, the minor league. It's like they have a minor league. I mean, if you're not good a, enough, you don't make the cut. They yeah. do have a minor league system. It's the Asian tours, their minor league system. Yeah. But you know, they, they're supposed well, to have a, a way to relegate people and, and bring people up. I, so I, I, I don't know. I, well, I, well Today I was listening to the golf channel and they were asking the guys have, have, have any of the players heard? They asked Lee Rogers caddy today. He goes, do you know if any of the players have heard about the schedule for next year? You know, now that he's won this tournament, what events? And he was like, no, no one knows what's going on. They haven't made any announcements of tournaments. And then he said it's like changes in anything and players that are going to be, you know, he said it's just been really interesting. I wonder, I wonder everyone's tight lip. I wonder if some of the sponsors are, saying that if the Saudis do sponsor the tour that they want out. I wonder if that's the problem is, is that, you know, let's say you're, uh, I don't know, 3M and, and from a public relations standpoint, if the tour is now a, you know, a Saudi tour, do you want to continue to sponsor or do you want to back out? Uh, and, and, you know, maybe, maybe some of the sponsors are hedging their bets and seeing and seeing, you know, how deeply involved the Saudis are going to be in the tour. I don't know. I don't know the answer to it. But, you know, but you know Rich, the thing is, yeah, the thing is, even if the Saudis don't, they don't do this deal, I don't know if the PGA Tour is going to have enough money. That means the sponsors are going to have to put up more money for these tournaments because they're running thin on dollars. So it could be a terrible thing for the PGA Tour. And what happens if they run low on dollars and they can't sustain it, then the Saudis are going to come in and buy it anyway, right? They're going to have yeah. to eventually sell to someone and, you have, and get money from someone. And you have the government, and you have the government threatening to take away tax exempt status for the tour. There's a lot of moving yeah. parts, and well, you know, maybe we should just need to, to enjoy the Ryder Cup, and hopefully, hopefully, the yeah. Ryder I mean, Cup. the tour could be in a big. The tour could be in a big. Uh, it, the tour could be in a. I mean, well, that agreement they said, hey, if we get this agreement, you can't be poaching players from one tour to the next. But they, but they, if this they agreement then get. They stopped that agreement. They stopped it, right? It was the, uh, well, it, in front of Congress, it was considered, you know, uh, illegal to have that agreement oh, as part. Man. So, so if you're Patrick Cantley and these guys, what do you do? You just stick with the PGA Tour. You're I, like this I, league's going down. I think you have to see what the schedule's going to be, uh, what the purses are going to be, and and make your decision. I, you know, I, I have a feeling that it's not going to be the next. If there is a change, it's not going to be a trickle. It's going to be a wave. In other words, yeah. if there's more players that go, if Xander and Patrick go, then there's going to be a lot of players that go with them because the argument's always been, I, you know, it, when you ask the guys why they want to play in the PGA Tour, they say, oh, because the best players in the world play there. That's the yeah. always answer. The best players in the world play there. But if another, you know, two or three of the top 10 players in the world go to live, you might not have that argument anymore. And you know, so what do you do? You do know, you expand the field? Do you I, make it? Do you expand the tournament? Do you go to four rounds now instead of three? I, I, I don't know. Did you get more players? I, I think what you do is you take the bottom, you know, you know, 10 or 12 people and you say, sorry, guys, you're off the tour. You know, we need, yeah. we need your, your spot for Xander and Patrick Cantley. The question is, you know, do you take captainships away. They have these teams. Do you say to like, uh, you know, Lee Westwood, who's a captain, but sucks. You know, Martin Keimer, who's a captain, but sucks. You say, all right, we're taking your team. You know, you're off. Yeah. See you later. Patrick Cantley and, and Xander Shoffley need the cliques. You know, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, that, that could be an issue. Well, I just see it as a huge issue for all for this for the PGA. Because if you start losing these players, uh, are you going to watch tune in every week to watch Lee Rogers play? I mean, yeah, JP Poston's a good player. Are you going to tune in every week to you, watch well, those guys? Do you watch for the players? Do you watch for the courses? Uh, or do you, you know, what do you do? Do you watch for the players or do you watch for the courses? I, I don't know the answer to it. I'll tell you this. I mean, I think the courses, the, 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 the good players that come out on the cor tough courses. So I'll you got to watch this. for the play. I mean, I watch for the players, don't you? I, wa I watch for both. 
you know this, yeah i, I mean it depends on the week right i don't like boring courses i don't like courses where you know there's no signature holes where there's not a lot of water or course you know where everything's yeah. you know par birdie birdie par birdie birdie and i don't like that i like i, like I mean i watch the british open for the players for the course i watch the u.s open for the course right yeah players i watch for the players because the course is always the same the masters of course is beautiful but i watch for the players see who's going to step up so i don't know it's a tough one well you know i don't i don't know when or if live even has enough viewership to you know to publish their ratings they're keeping their ratings uh very silent very close to the vest well if they get more of these top players will the ratings go up are they if they get more of the well, top players will they be on national tv that's the thing i don't know i mean will, will their deal yeah. with with the cw all of a sudden if all of a sudden if they have more players is say fox which doesn't have a big golf presence going to going to pick up the yeah. tour i don't know the answer to it yeah. anyway a lot of moving parts you're right well one another tweet was some one of these live bots said that the that the live tour is the major leagues and the pga tour is triple a well that's that's absolutely ridiculous but i got to thinking all right i'm going to start with 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 the big man on the live tour phil mickelson so give me a major league baseball player that you would comp to phil mickelson doesn't have to be uh, someone Justin currently Verlander. doesn't have to be someone currently yeah. playing someone so a major league uh, baseball player. Justin Verlander. Okay. Justin well, Verlander, because they're both on a downslide. See, here's the one I picked. I picked okay. I picked uh Barry Bonds. Because someone oh. who was a phenom and everybody loved him. And then he yep. did something, you know, he, he did something in, in Phil's case, both insider trading and you know, spearheading the move to the live tour, and now he's kind of a pariah. Uh so and you know Barry Bonds was a phenom. He's like the greatest talent ever, but he just kind of you know kind of trashed his reputation. So I picked I picked Barry Bonds for Phil Mickelson. Yeah. Okay, so I think this is an easy one. Tiger Woods. Who's your Major League Baseball comp to Tiger Woods? Because they uh, to me these are guys that came out you know came out at the same time and had kind of that same winning smile. Uh, but the ends of their careers haven't gone as well as the beginnings of their careers. A Rod. I didn't put A Rod because to me A Rod's A Rod's more of a douche. Uh, whereas Tiger, yeah, I mean he did you know the the fooling around thing, but people still like Tiger. So I'm my my, my, my put? I put the kid Ken Griffey. Because I think if Ken oh, Griffey yeah, hadn't had one, all yeah. those, if he hadn't had all those injuries when he got to be in his in his mid to late thirties, he would have yeah. he would have the you know the Barry Bonds and the and the A Rod numbers, but it's only you know so I, I, if Tiger hadn't had the injuries, you know he probably he certainly would have passed Sam Snead and you know quite possibly would have passed Jack Nicklaus for majors, but you know just like Ken Griffey, uh, his body kind of caught up with him. I was gonna say Steve Sachs, the guy who can't block a hitting catcher, couldn't who, stop who it would off. His throw to step first base. Is there, that's is, like Tiger and his chipping hit yet when he had those. Well, no, I would say that's Ernie Els. Remember, Ernie Els oh, could, couldn't true. make a two foot putt yeah. towards the end of his career. All right, how about I, I love my comp to this guy, Brooks Kepka. What's your Major League Baseball comp to Brooks Kepka? Oh, uh, winner. Ah, uh, let's see. I would say Chipper Jones, but that's not it. Chipper Jones is a big guy. Oh, man. My comp to Brooks Kepka. Let me think. Baseball. Oh, can I give you mine? I'm going to give you mine. Yes, give me yours because I might not get it. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Oh, yeah, All the good. talent in the world, but kind of a meathead, kind of a jerk. You know, you know that's yeah. a clown question, bro. Uh, Those are good. Yeah, kind of left the Nationals, you know, for more money. Uh, on the Phillies and just kind of, you know, I, I'm a Nationals fan and a Phillies fan, and I've always just not really liked Bryce Harper. I just think he's kind of a jerk. I don't, he's one of those yeah, guys that if you met Bryce Harper in like, you know, in a restaurant in Las Vegas and went up and asked for an autograph, I think he'd be an asshole. Yeah, that's a really good one. I can think of one of, what other guys did you think of as like Kepka for Kepka? On the I, I, Harper came to mind so quickly for Kepka. It would have to be yeah. someone who, you know, kind of, Kind of that jock, you know, nerd, 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 you know, Revenge of the Nerds, one of the jocks. Yeah. Huh. All right. 
Yeah, I couldn't tell what it is. That's a good one. That's a good exercise. All right. Here's here's one. Bryson DeChambeau. Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, that's been hurt. Won a little. And I, I came up with two for Bryson DeChambeau. Okay. I would think. Uh, I, I don't even know who I would choose. My baseball. I don't know. I can't make it. I'm, I'm a baseball guy, but dang, I forgot most of the players by now. So, so I thought, uh, what's the kid for? I, I say the kid from uh, what's the kid that plays at the on the Angels? Mike Trout. Uh, so I thought Bryson DeChambeau, a guy who got too big for his own body, and uh, uh, and and you know, and kind of broke down. And so I thought of two guys. I thought of. I thought of Prince Fielder. Oh yeah, because he was great, and then just got bigger and bigger and bigger, and eventually his body broke down at a young age. And and Kung Fu Panda Pablo Sandoval, who also got absolutely huge, the third baseman for the Giants when they were winning everything. That's true. Yeah, that's good. Uh, who, who who now Shohei Otani? There's no one like Shohei Otani. I mean, he's I he's he's a freaking unicorn. How about who is the Steve Trout? Who do you think is the most, you know, Steve Trout, when I think of it, I just think of natural uh, talent or Mike Trout. Sorry, Mike Trout. Steve Trout Mike was Trout. a pitcher for the White Sox back in the day. Mike Trout. So who who is the who is the Mike Trout? Do you think it's John Rahm or Scotty Scheffler? It's, those are the only two for, 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 for Mike Trout. Wow. John Rahm, I think it's going to be John Rahm. I said so, too. I think John Rahm is, yeah. is the Mike Trout. Yeah, I think he's going to be Mike Trout. Um, oh, so how yeah. about, how about Rory? That's a tough one. He's, he's a little older now, uh, you know, has been the greatest player, but you know, he, he wins, he wins the regular season, but he's not doing very well in the majors. Wow. It's uh, Rory McIlroy. Um, Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts, but I don't know. Mookie Betts has played well. In, didn't he play well in the World Series? Yeah, he played. Yeah, that's true. Somewhat, I, I th- but they. I thought of Justin Verlander because oh, okay. Justin Verlander, until you know, he won his first World Series game last year. He's always been this great pitcher who's never been that great in the playoffs. Clayton Kershaw is another one like that, right? Clayton Kershaw has had some yeah. of the most dominant seasons. Best pitcher, Hall of Fame pitcher. But come playoff time, he's kind of laid some eggs, and that's that oh, was very good. Yeah, that was kind of my Rory McIlroy. Oh, that's good. Well, that's that's kind of fun. All right, actually. last one, last one, and okay. I haven't thought of this one yet. Patrick Reed. Right. Patrick Reed, trouble winner. This has got to be Lenny Dykstra. Lenny Dykstra, I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Nails. It's got to be Lenny Dykstra. Lenny Dykstra. I don't think I don't think Patrick Reed has Lenny Dykstra's teeth though. Lenny Dykstra has himself <laughs> he, some he, some meth teeth. He got yeah. <laughs> he got some dentures. He doesn't wear an apple. Lenny Dykstra may be hanging out these days with Tanya Harding. Yeah, probably. Oh God, that is a good one. I'm. I, we're gonna, we're going to end with that. You can't you can't do any better than Lenny Dykstra <laughs> with Patrick Reed. It couldn't be more hey, like if, if if Lenny Dykstra had had gotten kicked out of out of the University of Georgia for stealing the computer. <laughs> oh my God, that's so good. All right, well, guys, okay. we will be time. we will be back next week uh, to uh, recap the Wyndham Championship. We'll tell you. I think next week we're gonna we're gonna do our predictions for the Tour Championship, right? Yep. Sure. Uh, yep. As, as the playoffs will be set, uh, it'll be a very important week for one Justin Thomas. Most of the top players in the world kind of, you know, in the FedEx Cup stay away from this tournament because they want, you know, the guys who are, you know, 50 to 125 in the FedEx Cup to have their opportunities to get points, either to get in the top 125 and save their cards or in this year uh, to get in the top 70 to make the playoffs. Uh, but a very, very important week. For one, Justin Thomas. Anything else before before we go? No, 
No, no, no. Do they know? Do we know who's in the field? They have not the field yet, or no? I just know Justin Thomas is in the field because he he okay. was not originally in the field. He wasn't in. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. you, my friend, uh, as a proud uh, native of Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, uh, let's uh, let's take everybody out with uh, with uh, James Taylor's classic, Carolina. Love it. Carolina on my mind. Uh, in my mind, I'm going to Carolina. I'm sure the uh, golf, the golf, uh, the golf channel, uh, or the uh, PGA Tour radio will be playing Carolina on my mind as yeah, they go to commercial. Today. As they go to yeah. commercial break, we'll see you next week. We'll see everyone next week. In my I'm not.